Shalom, this is Daron Padlashuk of the Selwan and Roz Smith Manikut Ranik program. Today's daf, Ketubot Samachtet, we find a strange and slightly jarring story, an interchange between two Amoraim, Rav Anan and Rav Huna. Rav Anan sent a message to Rav Huna asking that he give a certain woman her dowry, Isu Nechassim, from her father's estate. But when he sent the message, he called Rav Huna, Huna Chavrim, Huna our friend. Rav Huna, so taken aback by the lack of kavod given to him, sent Rav Sheshet to put Rav Anan in Cherem, calling him Anan Anan and giving him a riddled answer. And the question is, what's going on over here? Why did Rav Anan not give the correct kavod to Rav Huna? And what was Rav Huna's answer? And what is the Talmud trying to teach us from this exchange between these two Rabbanim. Hagaon Rav Reuven Margaliot, in a very novel uh, understanding and approach in his Sefer Lecheker Shemot Bekinuyim Talmud, explains what the story is all about. Although Rav Huna lived in Babel, and generally the rabbis in Babel received their smicha from the Reish Galuta, Rav Huna did not receive his smicha from the Reish Galuta. He received his smicha from his Rebbe Rav, who received his smicha from Rav Chia and Rebbe in Eretz Israel. And therefore the Reish Galuta looked down, and the house of Reish Galuta looked down on Rav Huna as acting as a rabbi, even though he didn't have smicha from them. Rav Anan was related to the house of Reish Galuta. And therefore, when Rav Anan approached Rav Huna, he called him Huna Chavrin. Rav Huna, you're not really a Rav, you are a Chaver, which is a person who doesn't yet have smicha. Rav Huna was taken aback by the slight and of, of, of his, the lack of kavod given to him and put Rav Anan in Cheren. What's interesting, though, is Rav Nachman, who was also from the house of the Reish Galuta, we often find calling Huna, Huna Chavrin, or just Huna by itself, and Rav Huna did not take such a slight of kavot in such a terrible manner that he put uh, Rav Nachman in Cherem, etc. And what is the difference? And Rav Margaliot explains as follows. Rav Nachman and Rav Huna were contemporaries. When contemporary Dole Yisrael sometimes fight with each other, they are doing it on a certain level. But Rav Anan was a Talmud. And Rav Anan, who was not on the same level as Rav Huna in his Torah mastery, it was not appropriate for Rav Anan to also denigrate Rav Huna. And I think the message that we can take from this story in the Talmud is as follows. Sometimes we find Dole Yisrael arguing with each other. Not only do they argue with each other, but they, they, they say certain very sharp words about other Gdole Yisrael. But that is when Gdole Yisrael are contemporaries, they have the right to discuss and sometimes attack each other. But when it's lowly Talmudim that do not reach the levels of any of 
the, the rabbis, their teachers, and they start attacking the other gadol because they saw that their rabbi or their rav did so, that is not okay. That's why Rav Huna put Rav Anan in Cherem, even though he accepted the rebuke of Rav Nachman. It was said about Rav Moshe Feinstein that <clears throat> when he came out of the Psak, the Satmar Rebbe was very, very against one of his Psakim regarding the laws in, in Ebena Ezer. But when the Satmar Hasidim wanted to go and uh, attack Rav Moshe and stand outside his house, he said, do you, do you, can, if, if Rav Moshe comes and starts discussing you, with you the sugya, do you know what to answer him? And the Musara skill of that story is exactly, I as the Rebbe, who in his own right was a great Talmud Chochem, can argue with Rav Moshe. And, and, and even they can have harsh words between them. But that doesn't necessarily give the Talmudim the right to go and denigrate uh, Talmidei Chachamim because they're not doing it from a place of Gadlut. They're doing it from a, from a place of lowliness. And that, I think, is the message that the Talmud is trying to teach us uh, in this today's stuff, Yom Tov.